the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. Now, uh, our consumer champion, Sinead Ryan, has joined us here on News Talk as she does every Monday for our Consumer Corner. Hello, Mark. Hello. It's such How a pleasure to actually see somebody in the flesh. Do you know, it is. And it's lovely to be back in studio um, because, you know, we're used to tussling on the sofa on early morning television. So it's nice to see you in the evening time. It was never a tussle. It <laughs> no. was always, I was always beaten before I started. <laughs> right. Listen to me. What are you going to talk about today? Now, so today I'm talking about a kind an area which I, I suppose to some extent is niche, but actually far less so than it used to be. And it's the whole area of, of uh, assisted reproduction or fertility treatments. Now, not from a medical viewpoint, I hasten to add, because I don't know anything about that, but from the financial side, because this is an area that absolutely is so ferociously expensive. Uh, And I've seen couples, um, you know, like they save up for years and years or get gifts or, or... borrow money for, say, a round of IVF or something, and then it doesn't work. And remember, the success rate on IVF is is something like 25%. Like, it's just mad. And then they have to wait another while. And, of course, all the time, the, the clock is ticking and all that. So I just thought I'd kind you of take... You want 10, 12 grand to even begin to think about it, you? Re- you? Well, you certainly want six or seven. And um, and it really is expensive. Uh, now, that said, I was kind of heartened during one of the lockdown stories, and there weren't many that were good news, let's face it, but one of them was the lovely story of Rosanna Davidson getting getting pregnant with twins after, I don't know, something like 14 miscarriages, and she'd had a surrogacy journey with her first baby. I mean, really stuff. Now, obviously, I'm sure she isn't worried about the financial side of things, but it just shows you what people are dealing with, you know, and that heartache that they go through, only then to be faced with this whopping bill yeah. uh, when so they do get going. So why is it so expensive, Sinead? Is it because the procedures, the technology involved is so expensive or is it because there's just so few people uh, operating in this market and that they have a lock on it? Well, one of the reasons it's so expensive is that you, it's not publicly available. So it, it can only be accessed through private treatment. So you can't go into a public hospital with the HSE and get IVF or ICSI or IUI or those treatments. So the only thing you can get on, on the public list, if you like, is maybe a, a surgery to unblock Mm-hmm. a tube or, or for endometriosis or or something like that. But it's not, you can't get assisted reproduction. And that causes the issue because then you're left, it's left to the private clinics, it's left to private hospitals to fund it uh, or, or to, to offer it. Mm. Uh, and of course, that then makes everything more expensive. And of course, um, this is a, a child, a, a much needed, much wanted child. Indeed. And where, where prospective, where parents and prospective parents are concerned, money is no object. They're certainly not going to go for the cheapest option if yeah, they can help it. No, but there are people who are um, travelling abroad to get this treatment done and there are it's cheaper in, in some other countries, notably Eastern Europe. Um, and, and I would like just to say to people that I'm going to talk about insurance in a minute in terms of health insurance, mm. but just to, to let everybody know that if you get any medical procedure done in an in, in EU recognised hospital, you're allowed to claim tax relief on that. So, and tax relief now is standard rated. It's only 20%. Mm. Uh, but listen, every little helps. And um, it, it just to make sure that, that people know that to some extent that's available. But just, I would say, do your homework. Clearly, this is one area that you have to be super duper careful. And, and the starting point will be your own GP, not the internet, please. Okay, by the way, is, uh, is assisted reproduction or, or IVF um, 
Is it available to same-sex couples here? Yes, yes, it is, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Um, it is available to anybody, really, who who uh, has the okay. means and has um, a, a need for it. Uh, and I did, a, I remember writing a feature some years ago on, on this whole area because um, there was a, a report came out in 2005, that long ago, um, which was government um, uh, requested, uh, uh, on this whole area because there are no laws, Mark, none around fertility, surrogacy, IVF, um, children of same-sex couples. I know it is beginning to change and I know Regina Doherty did a little bit on this. Yeah. Michal Martin was the one who commissioned, I think, the report from many years ago. But it is it is fraught with inconsistency. Uh, and I know there are lots and lots of parents out there who are parenting these little babies who can't get listed on a birth cert as a parent, you know, maybe can't get a passport if they've um, gone abroad. That kind of thing. Well, in fairness to, to the sector, we, 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 I, I dealt with it on the telly for over the best part of 20 years. And every time we had a representative from one of the clinics or one of the consultants, they, short of getting down on their knees and begging the government yes, to come in and they legislate. they want for, the regulation. Absolutely. The last do. thing they want is to be operating in an unregulated market. And, and really, it's a, it's a huge concern. So, right. so please do more on that. What uh, costs are there to worry about during pregnancy? Okay. Well, the first thing um, in terms of, of assisted reproduction, you're looking at, for instance, about four and a half to 6,000 for an IVF cycle. Uh, now, you you have to go private, as I said, so somewhere like the Marion Clinic, Repromed, there's, there's lots of others. There's one in Cork as well. Um, now, if you have a private health insurance, most of the insurers do now have an allowance towards that. Um, so, for instance, just as an example, Leia Healthcare uh, offers cover for specific treatments up to 3,350. So, that's around half the cost, which is worth knowing that's if you haven't read your policy, yeah. And they'll pay that twice during the lifetime of the policy uh, after other causes have been investigated. In other words, when you've reached the end of the road naturally. So it is worth ringing up VHI or Irish Life Health or, or Lay Indeed and, and saying what do you offer? How do you offer it? And make, and make sure you do that. And of course, anything else over that is allowable at 20% tax relief. Now, in terms of the other, uh, not just not just that, in terms of what you're allowed, can I just say, sorry, I know we've been kind of coming down heavy on the, on the legislators here, but Ireland offers phenomenally good pregnancy care for all women in this country. It is free of charge, the delivery is free and the aftercare is free. Now, I say that because there are some countries where that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's brilliant that uh, a woman c- can go through her pregnancy and deliver her baby and does not have to worry about the cost of the medical side of things. OK, well, the real so, cost starts when you get them home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you, it never were you, ends. Were you talking to me about uh, about the first year of cost in a baby being somewhere between 10, 10 and 12,000 euros? Yeah. Yeah, but you see, Mark, here. so here's my view well, on, on the that. the first one, uh, by sec- second one, you're looking at hand-me-downs. And well, this exactly. I mean, you care less about all the, the boogie-boos and all that nonsense. I, listen, uh, what used to be called a pram in my day, they're like transport delivery systems now. I, look, I'd be, sim- I think, possibly similar to you in terms of... of vintage and it's that kind of we all may do and we got on with it and the baby doesn't know the difference so please please don't be new everything well, fabulous I, I, I tell you a matching. funny story and you may have one of the same I remember on, on my first my eldest fellow is 28 uh, Jared, and uh, he got everything right obviously spoiled rotten got loads of really really good stuff grew out of it very quickly it went into a black plastic bag it got passed on to somebody 
then they said, listen, we have somebody else. Can we pass it on? And got passed on and got passed on. And got, I think he got passed on about five times. Six years later, his sister Sophie arrives along. And then we got the same black plastic. <laughs> all the way back around. Pretty much back. Pretty much back. We were kind of, I recognise all of those. Remember <laughs> Audrey saying to me, yeah, they were Jared's. Oh, absolutely. But experts will tell you now, the only thing you it's absolutely. environmentally friendly too, by is. the way. Yeah. Listen, recycle, reuse, replace. And the only thing that I, that I think experts say that you really shouldn't reuse are things like little cot mattresses. Okay, so, yeah. you know, punt out, don't be mean about the mattress. Uh, and also to make sure that between babies that your car seat is checked, double checked, triple checked and that it goes into the car properly and that you're not, you're putting the right size baby mm-hmm. in the right size pocket. Um, now, so what do you get? Well, at the moment, uh, the, the, the um, public benefits, the, the social protection and HSE benefits have changed slightly um, over the last year or so. So you're allowed, obviously, pregnancy care and delivery, free GP and obstetrician visits. Now, these are normally done on a on a kind of alternate basis. So mm. GP, then into the OBS, then into the GP. OK, free delivery in a public maternity unit and then a free postnatal checkup for mum and baby afterwards. So that everybody gets that. OK, no, no question. No money will be asked of you. Okay. Antenatal class, classes are free in public hospitals. You can go to lots of private fancy places as well if you want. And you're allowed time off work without penalty to attend them. Okay, so your employer can't dock you pay for that. The maternity benefits when you're off, uh, €245 a week it is now, and this is paternity too, of course, for the dads for two weeks um, or the co-parent. Maternity, €245 a week. Uh, Now, just bear in mind a couple of things about this because people get clobbered by this. Uh, Your employer does not have to top that up. Okay, lots of them do, but they don't have to. If they do, the whole lot becomes taxable. Right. All right. It's not free money. okay? so just be careful of that because you don't want to face a bill then when you go back to work. Uh, Now, and there's two different types of confusingly named entitlements. One is parents leave. This is new. Uh, Parents leave is 245 euro per week for two weeks in the first 12 months. That's for each parent. That was a COVID measure. The other is parental leave. An entirely oh, different thing, that. which is the twenty-two weeks unpaid yeah. up to up to age eight. So parents leave has only just come in with COVID. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So so just to bear that in mind, it's two weeks, and it's just really okay, to play catch up with and, medical and who pays visits. who pays you when you're on the parents leave? So again, the employer can, but doesn't have to. But the state does. Okay, but the state does exactly. At what rate? At uh, two hundred and forty-five per week. It's all the same payment. Okay. Right. Uh, and child benefit, of course, we all know about that. That is free money in the sense that it's tax-free, uh, and of course you get that uh, one hundred and forty per month, uh, up to age sixteen uh, or eighteen, if they're in full-time education. You'd be asked to prove that. At some are there stage. any? Uh, just in in uh, um, oh, no, not in conclusion, but uh, um, are there any supports in place for for? I suppose hardship cases, par- parents who are actually struggling. Um, well, I don't know that there finances. are extra supports. Now, remember, at 245 euros per week, that's more than you would be getting if you were on unemployment benefit. On job seekers. You, yeah, on job seekers, yeah. exactly. So th- I presume that's take account of the extra, the extra cost to do with the baby. And remember, when it goes to the ECI year, you know, the, the yeah, yeah. two school for years, there is a particular um, model um, for very low paid uh, people, people on, on benefits that allows uh, childcare in the afternoons uh, well, and of course, uh, I mean, aside from all the obvious, available. you know, the, the kind of what you would call the infrastructural costs of having a new baby yeah, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, 
you have to go back to work after however many months you take uh, and then childcare comes in yeah and then you can be quite wealthy and you both of you oh, can be working mortgage, stripped out absolutely absolutely yeah you know. and the whole child is that sector. going to change dramatically um, Sinead because obviously um, um, with the problems with creches and with a lot of them not reopening and uh, you know it, it's I, I would imagine guessing here and I don't want to alarm anybody but I imagine that that market's going to shrink that places are it going has to be already and it was tough enough before it has already there are creches now that just won't reopen after COVID they just can't afford it uh, and I know creche fees are enormous and, and parents will tell you it's absolutely horrific however creches are really expensive to run and you know, and now a they're lot going to have workers, less capacity. They've had increased costs in terms of yeah, COVID and all the rest of it. Yeah. So the, the costs are going to go through the roof. And, and the problem that they're faced with, no less than the schools, um, except teachers are all on guaranteed salaries. They're not so in the childcare sector. And the problem with that is that you get two or three staff going out sick with COVID or having to self-isolate as a result of it, and then they have to either get in replacement people or say to parents stay away for the next two weeks that's it's just like coming down the road now it'll be very very difficult to see how that will all pan out okay you know? listen uh, we will leave it at that but if people want more information they can get it in detail uh, from uh, the herald um uh, today uh, monday and uh, then usually i will be writing about tax and finance issues on saturday in the irish independent okay actually by the way parents yeah. leave was in before covid but during covid it got extended to five weeks two, oh right it, okay thank you for that clarification it's confusing listener. enough so please Please clarify yeah, this. Well, I exactly. hope we have. Welfare.ie um, is a great website um, and Early Childhood Ireland, I think, okay. I find is fantastic. Sinead Ryan, thank you very much indeed for joining us on News Talk. Uh, Gavin McLaughlin's on the way with the biz after these.